Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to tonight's show. Pack jam packed with all kinds of news and little nuggets and goodies. Serious? Got more time, Brofius. Shout out to everybody in the chat box. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you in full effect. Everybody in the chat box, shout out to all you guys out there. Can't do this without you. And definitely can't do this without my co-host, Michael from Cowboys Corner. What's up, bro? What up, man? What up, man? Five and one. Five and one, Joe. Five and one. Five and one going into the bye. It's a really good place to be in right now. And I'm loving it, bro. I'm loving every bit of it. Um, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drink the, the Kool-Aid per se because I know it's game by game, but you really do have to enjoy these wins, man, because it's been a while since we've had this feeling. That loving feeling. All right. Mike, at five and one, did you think we'd be here at five and one at in the offseason? You know, real quick, because you talked about enjoying the feeling. Have a buddy. He's a Redskins fan. He asked me maybe two weeks ago. I think when we first got hit with COVID, he said, "Hey, talking on the phone, just checking up on us." He said, "Let me ask you something." He said, "Did you watch every every game last year, even knowing you were going to lose?" I said, "Edgar, I sat and I watched every game. He says, one one through four quarters." I said, "One through four quarters, every game. Win, lose, a tie." Because it makes you appreciate the moments. When you're five and one, we know what it's like to be one and five. Right? So it it makes five and one so much better. And the expectation was the Cowboys going into the bye week would be five and one. They did it, they they did it in some pretty good fashion up until this New England game, but they got there. It took a little bit more time to get those errors out of the way. But they got there. This was the expectation. Five and one going into the bye week. But I it it, it, it it's really nice to see this team click on all cylinders. Um they shot themselves in the foot multiple times against New England, but they battled back. Every team, hell, even with Romo, would have lost this game. Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a good feeling, man. Five and one at the bye week at the off season. You know, when you look at when you looked at the schedule leading up to it, it was like, you know, would we beat the Bucks? I don't know. I think that one that was a little bit of a, of a mulligan. But if you look at the rest of the schedule, a lot of those games were winnable. NFC East games are always tough, but yeah, five and one, it feels real good, man. We we've been eating dry, well done steaks for a very long time. This year, you got a good, juicy steak that you can really enjoy every bite and loving it, man. That's where we're at right now. So shout out to everybody in the chat box, man. Appreciate everybody joining us live around the world and on the replay. Pound that like button, guys. You know how we do it here at the Frisco Report. Mike, we got a lot of news to cover today here. Um, The main one here that that we have that we want to touch upon is, uh, you know, Demonte KZ. Charlie F. Around has popped up in his head again, and this time is Demonte Kizzy. Uh Tuesday night, DWI, full effect, drunk, you know, got arrested. So do you expect the commissioner to, to lay down the hammer on a suspension? What do you think this does for uh, 
his roster as far as a starter? What, what, what's your, your take on him getting this DWI? Well, I, he has to get convicted before the NFL can step in. He's, you know, you could point to the Zeke situation, and I understand that. But uh, if you're going to handle the Sean Watson situation, wait till facts, more facts come out. Wait until he's guilty. Is he going to, you know, ride this thing out? He's going to cover plea deals or not plea deals, but what you know what I'm talking about? Just settlements. Um, you know, Demonte KZ, he he failed his severity test, which that shoots him in the foot. Even if you object to one in the state of Texas, you lose your driver's license immediately. So, and he still lost his driver's license anyway. So, you know, you're looking for a chauffeur job. <laughs> Devontae Kazin, he's a chauffeur. But, uh, but I, I think maybe next year or maybe when it comes playoff time, if Roger Goodell wants to be Roger Goodell, yeah. we'll see some suspension. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think, uh, I don't think it's going to mess up his starting status. Um, yeah, I, I think I think you hit it right on the head. This this isn't going to be something where oh next week or when he comes off the bye he's suspended. These things take time. Sometimes it goes into the next season. Uh, you know, maybe he starts next season with two games on suspension. Because I think that's what it is, right? Uh, a, a drunk a DWI is a two game suspension, if I remember correctly. Lyle Collins game was supposed to be a two game suspension, and he got five games. So you just never know when you wear a star on your helmet. Yeah, that's the thing. You 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 get that commissioner love, <laughs> All right? So, not good, not good by any means. But you're right, man. The the commissioner could could do it, you know, or uh, during the playoffs. He he he. I would not be surprised if he pulled some crap like that. The good thing that about this, Mike, is I feel good about our safety depth, which I haven't felt that in in a long time, probably over ten years or longer. So, you know, if you do for whatever reason later in the season. You know, you're probably looking at Malik Hooker in the mix, and that's that's a good, um, that's definitely a good fallback option. And we're already seeing Malik Hooker pick up a few more snaps as it is. You know what I mean? So definitely not something that I'm really worried about. I just hate that uh, that this guy made this mistake right out the gate. And you know, McCarthy probably told him, you know, not to do anything stupid on the bye week. And, and here you go, right? Yeah, and it's unfortunate, but. You know, you're going to have it. I think every team has something during the bye week. Um, and, and, I, and I hope this is j- just it. I mean, we're it's a, we're only the second day in on their bye week. And, uh, you know, we already got things popping up. So hopefully this is just the end of it. And uh, he could fight this, get it overturned, do a plea deal, drop charges, do something. I don't know. He's an NFL player. He makes millions. That's what money talks, especially in the courts. <laughs> Money definitely talks. They just want their money. They want to build a new building, bring more business in. So we'll see what happens. You're definitely right about that, Mike. Definitely right about that. The other part of the discussion of tonight, Lyle Collins is officially back, able to work out with his teammates, full effect. By all accounts, he's uh, in shape and ready to rock and roll. But now back with the teammates, working out on site with everybody. Now, to make this move, the Cowboys had to do a couple of roster moves. They cut fullback Nick Ralston who I think a lot of people like him as, a, as an up-and-comer, you know, that could be that glass eater here, um, you know, either this season or next season. But the Cowboys also waived Isaiah Johnson. Okay, so two waves. Oh, the squad. Yeah, so what, what it is is you cut Isaiah Johnson you, and you you waive um, Ralston. The hope is Ralston clears waivers 
and takes the spot from Isaiah Johnson. So it looks like they've probably moved on there from Isaiah Johnson. But they have not moved on from Nick Ralston, thank God. So he'll be able to to be stashed away on the practice squad. So that's a good move there, Mike. What do, what do you think about uh, the moves here? You know, Lyle Collins and, and these moves here. What's your thought on this, Mike? Yeah, I mean, he, the fullback, I mean, he really hasn't made a lot of spot. They've been calling him up on the roster for special teams and stuff like that. But yeah, not surprising. It ain't nothing that we're going to miss. I mean, he, he's a – He's an undrafted free agent that just has that knows how to pull a bus with his legs. <laughs> so uh, the dude's just strong as hell. And uh, but no, Lyle Collins coming in here. Um, if if he gets his job back right away, I don't think I'd be shocked. But I I think he'd be on some thin paper. But I don't think. I mean, he's he only played one game this year, and in that one game, he played well. And remember, he missed all of last year, guys, too. So he only played one game in in, in a year and a half, right? So um, he still has to get a lot of feet underneath him. But big shot, Terrence Steele. I, I think March, a lot of people are downplaying it, but Cowboys got to save cap money. I mean, you got Randy Gregory coming. Uh, you got KZ. You got Keanu Neal. All these guys are on one-year deals. Do you sign them long-term to the Cowboy roster? Lyle Collins, is that money worth keeping him on there when you got Brendan Knight that can play just at the same level? Probably if. You know, I'm going to say just at the same level, not better, right? So at the same level, and has potential to be great and and be and be cheap in the process. So you can sign Keanu Neal, KZ, uh, Randy Gregory. There's a lot of pieces that need to be signed. Lyle Collins, that contract, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Brandon Knight get, did did get released and um, didn't bring back. So they moved on from Brandon Knight, Garrett guy. The purge continues, bro. The purge continues. So I, I think we got a good look as far as our depth, though. I mean, uh, Ty Seki kind of held up. You know what I mean? I thought he was going to be a complete, utter disaster, uh, but he kind of held up. Obviously, you don't want to see him out there for a couple of games, but, you know, a couple of snaps, you might be able to get away with it. Thank God Tyron Smith came back in this game, and it looks like he's going to be ready to rock. But, yes, yeah, Lyle Collins – you know, probably moving back in the start position, and you get a turn still as a really good, viable backup tackle, somebody that you're going to need at some point because you know how the league is. It's the war of attrition, bros. It's the war of attrition. So it's all about, you know, how do you get to the finish line? You know, you you got to have you got to have a deep roster, and I think the Cowboys have done that. That's why you hear McCarthy say. The, you know, when he went to the Super Bowl, it was, a, yeah, I think he said it was like 70 men. It took 70 men to get to cross the line. Seven. Yeah. So for the Cowboys, same deal. You know, you're going to need every single one of these guys to make a run. To make a run indeed, guys. Let us know in the chat box what you think about Lion Collins coming back. Are you pumped about it? Are you worried about it? What do you feel about it? All right. Let, let me know in the comments what you think about Lion Collins returning. Full blast to the Cowboys. It's great news indeed, bro. It's great news indeed, everybody. Now, Mike, 5-1. and one. Uh, let, Let's talk a little bit about uh, where this team is at and moving forward. All right? I think we got some tough games coming up ahead. You know, people, I think, tend to get stuck on the whole strength of schedule preseason. But as the season shapes up, you know, you're starting to see some – 
some games ahead that could be uh, some more tests. You know what I mean? Some more tests, Mike. So, you know, just, just thinking about some of the games coming up here, Mike. Is this team ready to make a playoff run considering the remaining schedule? What's your thoughts? What's your feel? I think so. Um, to get into the bracket, all you got to do is win your division. And right now, the way it looks, the Cowboys, if they don't win the division, something went terribly wrong. So they're going to get in the bracket. Um, but, you know, the real test, the Vikings running game, that's a legit running game. New England didn't have a running game. How That's going to be the telltale sign of what our, what our defense is with uh, – oh, what the heck's his name? Marvin, what's his name? That running back, Cook, Dalvin, injury prone, Cook. Yep, and Alex, Alexander yeah. Madison is, I think, is the other one. So, and then, and then you're, and then that, that's going to be a test after the bye week. And then you got the Chiefs as a test. Raiders, um, I, I think, would be a good test. The Saints are always a good game. Um, the Cardinals, it will be your last test. But you know, so you got at least four good games to see where you are you know, going into that bracket. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good test. Like you said, you you really hit on the head there with Minnesota. They're coming along strong right now. Uh, Zimmer ha always has those guys pretty prepared when they play the Cowboys. It's always a really good game. I expect that one to be close, and that is away over there in Minnesota land. Skull, or whatever the hell they say over there. <laughs> All right, so it'll be uh, those guys up there. Then we're back home for uh, the Broncos. I think we beat the crap out of them. And then you get, uh, you know, then you get the Falcons who are, are struggling as well. They really don't have any anything good there going on there. Should be able to beat the crap out of them. I think Dan Quinn's going to want to put the screws on those guys, right, Mike? So uh, the Chiefs, that'll be a good test just because of the weaponry and, you know, Patrick Mahomes and that sort of thing. But, but they're kind of having a – an average year right now, but you know, you never know. They might start turning it up there uh, right around that time. And uh, let's hope we're not on the losing end of that, but that'll be a good matchup there, Mike. The Raiders for Thanksgiving, bro. That'll be a good one. That'll be a good game indeed. It's always good. Over there. Yeah, that's always a good throwback fight with the uh, Raiders versus the Cowboys. But uh, I think we win that one too, man. I, I just, I don't, I just don't see how we can lose to to you know Derek Carr. And we beat him before over there, and we're Jeff gonna be save the game. Jeff Heath was the goat in that game. Yes, he was, and so was the index card, bro. The index card was the low key MVP in that game. So yeah. <laughs> let's see what comes up in that game on Thanksgiving. That'll be a good, one. and then you get a. You know, you get the NFC East matchups really to close it out. Really, you get to, you know, the Redskins. And the then, uh, the Redskins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get, you get them. And then, bro, you get the Giants. And then again, the following, Washington. So, Washington, you get them every other week. That's going to be crazy, bro. And then, of course, you get, you know, the Cardinals and the Eagles. So, I'm, I'm not uh, clinching anything for the team right now. It's going to be tough down the end there, but the way this team's playing right now, you definitely have to have a lot of faith in what you're seeing right now. You know what I mean? So 
what do you think about how how this season ends, Mike? As far as like that that final stretch with all those that NFC East bundle there. Uh well, I think when you get that NFC East bundle, you you lock in any scenario, and you probably win the division, beating the Redskins. Uh, in, that, in that first game on December 12th, I, I think you just lock into the division there. Um, and, and then the rest of it really doesn't really matter at that point in time. Um, so, I, you know, you got so you got Washington, New York, Washington Cardinals, which is a throwback division rival, right? Ooh, I like what yeah. I did here. And then, you got, and then you got the Eagles. So, uh, I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know how you even begin to. They only played Dak a half in that Cardinals game just to, for injury's sake, because the Cardinals game is going to be a physical game, right? So I, I, you're, you're going to have the division wrapped up by December 12th, period, unless something catastrophically just blows up in Dallas. Yeah, I think I think um, if any team might stay, you know, in in a. I don't even think they'll be in striking range, but it might be Washington might be battling for a wild card because they did expand the playoffs as well. So Washington, you know, if they're there at that 500 or whatever the hell, that's going to be a battle. You know, they'll, they'll want to get into the into the playoffs as a wild card. But um, that might be one of those like one of those animals, or the injured animal that can that can bite you and that sort of thing. So it might might be one of those deals, but. You're right, man. And I think the Giants there at the end, that might be a complete train wreck there. You might be looking at Jason Garrett as the interim coach by then, or maybe they cleared the whole thing out by then. But that that should be an easy win there for um, the Giants. Cardinals, like you said, yeah, it's going to be good. I did forget about the Saints. But, uh, you know, that's, the Saints on, on Thursday night, Jameis Winston, these guys, he turns the ball over a lot. So uh, I think it's going to be a feast fest for Trayvon Diggs. And uh, this team, I think you're going to get pressure on on uh, Jameis Winston and uh, turnover city, bro. It's going to be turnover city over in that game. I have a feeling. Yeah. That being said, the Cowboys final yeah. record a prediction. What do you think is going to be, Mike? Fourteen three. It's a good record. I mean, if you think about fourteen and three, if you think about thirteen and three. Those type of records get you into the playoffs. Even like a twelve and four, you know, thirteen and four, thirteen and four. You got to add the other game. So thirteen <laughs> and four, you know that that gets you in, into the dance, bro. That gets you into the dance. Mario Flores is saying fourteen and three. Let's get into some of the comments here, man. Let's 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 show some love here for our subscribers. Appreciate all you guys out here, Mario. Fourteen and three. I believe it. I believe it. You know, and and you know. I'm I'm a strong believer in, you know, while we have one loss, at, at some point in the game, in the season, you you want to take on a, a loss to to kind of reset and uh, refocus. You know what I mean? I felt like the Cowboys under Jason Garrett, and not that this team is that, but they felt like they won too many games and they just weren't ready. It was almost like they were coasting along, like, oh, we got this, we got this, we're beating the crap out of everybody, like. It's always good just to get uh, take one in, refocus, and then get back on track. You want to go into the playoffs hot. That's one thing that we need to do. So uh, definitely don't want to take any any uh, big losses at the end of the season, but maybe somewhere, 
you know, somewhere you gotta you gotta get a little reset. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I think you got Washington, New York, Washington, or Washington, New York, Washington Cardinals, Eagles. If you can hit that as a win streak, that's the momentum you need to carry you, launch you into the playoff bracket. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree here with, with Danny Savage. Yes, indeed. Dallas Cowboys for life. Dak owns Philadelphia. Yes, well, yeah, we sure do, bro. We sure do. So, you know, it's it's going to be one of those games where, I mean, one of those seasons where, you know, we're going to really be in the hunt. Like you said, it, it would it would take some kind of catastrophic issue for us to not be in the hunt. But I like what you're saying there. I like what you're saying very much indeed. Let's see what else we got here, guys. Other comments in the chat box. John Stanley. I'm looking at the Chiefs as a wow game. But other than that, I think we're going to roll on. Yeah, it's going to be good, bro. Look at this. I like this comment right here. You know the deal. I'm setting up for the Packers versus the boys. NFC title game. Hopefully in Jerry World. McCarthy versus the old team. Man, dang. That, that could happen. The, the Packers started out. They got punched heavily in the first game. But they've... They've strung together some really good solid wins. Looks like they're they're getting hot. You know, so, you know anything with you know if you have a good quarterback, you're always going to be in the mix. That's why I I feel good about the Cowboys as well. I think we finally have that quarterback here in places. You know, um, with Dak Prescott as well, and he's got you know good coaches around us. Is the big difference between the Romo era and the Dak era, Romo. Not very good coaches outside of Parcells. Everybody was just, you know, too finesse, too soft. The right kind of guys were the wrong kind of guys. Now we have dogs. Getting rid of the Garrett right kind of guys that were the wrong kind of guys. Now the dogs. All right. So, bros, I love this team, man. I, I think I think that we're, we're going to be in for a, a good run here. We just got to stay level-headed, of course. And, um, you know, keep pushing forward one game at a time, bro. Yeah, for sure. I I, I don't think you can compare any of the Rumble teams to this team here. Um, this the offensive line. Rumble only, only got to hand the ball off to Zeke one time. <laughs> that was it. So, I, I mean, just the pieces and what they put together um, <laughs> on, on both sides of the ball because it was all just – on one side of the ball, the defense cap was only like $44 million and the offense was like a hundred and something mil. So it was just ridiculous amount of money. They're pumping in the offense and leaving the defense hanging. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's true. Yeah. D different, different eras indeed. But I really like this one here. we got going rock and rolling here. I like this comment here by Nick Puente. The moment we lose another game, Shit hits the fan with the media, how how we are overrated, et cetera. You already know it, bro. You already know it. Uh not only not only the media, but there'll be some some fans that will be surprised and they're like, oh, that's it. They look like crap, you know, the sky is falling and all, all those kinds of things. Uh, like I said, you know, I think at some point in the season, you you gotta get hit a little bit in the mouth, taste the blood, and refocus. I'm, I'm a big proponent of that type of philosophy. And I think, you know, it, it's, it's good. You know, you got to have that. Now, what, what game will that be? We'll, we'll see what, what game that might be. But um, I think it'll be any game, Joe. Let's talk, I, I need to talk. We need to talk about the, 
talk about the red zone offense, Joe. We're six games in. Cowboys don't have a very good red zone offense. They turned the ball over twice against the New England Patriots, right? Soup Trap has a uh, – a, yeah. Soup, soup trap, trap coming in with the Super Chat here, $20 from Soup Trap. Appreciate you, bro. I literally tear up thinking about the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl this year. Man, so do I, bro. Like, I really do. Like, when I think about the good old days, bro, from the, from the 90s, you know, I, it, it takes me back, bro. And I, I want that feeling again. And right now, I kind of have that feeling in my stomach right now. Like, man, this is a feeling I haven't felt in a very long time. Not even the 2016, 2014 team kind of did that. This, this is different. I think we have something special here. So I agree with you 100%, Mike. What, what do you think there, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Soup Trap. I mean, uh, tear up. I, I'm, I'm in the mindset of one game at a time. I've yeah. Cowboys broke my heart plenty of times in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Plenty of times in the playoffs. So, you know, I, I just want to be able to ask a girl out for a date before I, I, I think about marriage, right? Let me let me get a date first, right? That that's what this is. Let let's just let's just get these dates set and then we'll talk about that playoff bracket later. And if that Super Bowl happens. That's when I'll get emotional. That's just who I am. But let's just talk about how we get to the Super Bowl, right? There's a there's a handful of coaches that I think that can really scout the Cowboys and hit them where it hurts, and that's the red zone, Joe. We got to talk about this red zone offense, right? Um, they had two turnovers in it against Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick almost had him, right? Sean, if you're in the playoffs, Sean, you're going to see Sean McVay. I think he can scheme up something to – for that red zone, right? Um, let, I, I'm not worried about any, but what other the the Cardinals coach can they scheme up something in the playoffs? The Packers can they scheme up something in the playoffs to hit you in the mouth because they know you struggle in the red zone, right? How concerned are you six games in with the red zone offense, Joe? Yeah, that's definitely a part of the game where they they can get they can improve, right? This team, even though they're five and one and it looks like they're hitting on all cylinders, there's always room for improvement. And you hit it right on the head. That red zone offense, we're still coming away with field goals, and we should be getting more touchdowns. That being said, we're still scoring a crap load of points. So basically, we're talking about this team. You know, could be fifty burgering it up like every game if, if they would clean up some of the things in the um, the red zone, which is crazy if you think about it, right? So, uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, red zone, especially when you're, like, within the five-yard line, they seem to struggle there with, you know, um, scheming up who to get the ball to, you know, uh, and things like that. So, definitely somewhere they can improve upon, Mike, for sure. No doubt, bro. Yeah, yeah, because – and I hope Mike McCarthy – and Kellamore used this bye week to clean that up. And you'll see a big difference, like Joe said. We could be scoring 50 points a game on offense if they clean that stuff up. And they have to clean it up because there's better coaches. There's better coaches out there in the yeah. NFC that we see more times than the Patriots on any given basis. No, you're right about that. There's 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 coaches that, that can elevate their teams, like Sean Payton, for instance. Although I think that you know we should be able to beat up on the Saints – He's one of those kinds of coaches that is good at scheming, even with the personnel that they have. You know, he'll he'll and he'll mix it up. You know, he'll go toe to toe with you. So um, that'll be a good test there, as far as like coaches that you're gonna go up against. Yeah, and McVeigh's a good one, but you know, we're talking playoffs for them. You know, uh, assuming that they get into it, 
you, you never know what that division. The NFC West is pretty crazy. Um, that's the, the NFC West is 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 typically one of those like war of attrition. Those guys beat the crap out of each other, and it's like last man standing usually. So the Cardinals look hot right now, but the Rams they could sneak up and you know take over. I mean, it, it's kind of been like that with that division. It's like somebody starts off hot, somebody passes the other team, and then back and forth, and then the Seahawks out of nowhere, like. You know, <laughs> that's that's a low-key fun to, a division to watch from a fan's point of view. I, I like that division because it's just so competitive, you know? Yeah, 100%. See what else we got here in the chat box, guys. Appreciate everybody in the super chats coming in and in, in the comment box. I do appreciate that. Will Collins be starting or steal John Stanley? I think it's going to be Collins at the end of the day. You know, they, you know, they got to get the money out of his uh, – out of that contract and you're paying him a lot of money, put him out there as a start. Now, will he look rusty? I think he will. So, uh, and versus Minnesota, that could be a little bit scary because they tend to have a really good pass rush and they may not have the most known name people on that D line right now, but, uh, they do, they do have some names there. I think, um, you know, obviously they're linebackers, right? Man, they, they got a pretty good, they have solid linebackers there you know, uh, there with Minnesota. So it, it'll be a good test, but I, I do expect him to be a little rusty. He might, you know, but we'll see. We'll see what, what happens there. Mike, do you think Steele starts or is it going to be Collins? I, I think it's going to be Collins. Yeah. Yeah, I think it will be. I think it will be. Now, if you now if you were getting reports that Steele was like, I mean, if Collins was not in shape again or, or if, you, if you were hearing things that weren't good, then yeah, I, I would think, oh, nah, but by all accounts, Matt McCarthy, you know, saying all the all the good things. So I, th- I think we're good to go there. Agreed. I think we're good there to rock and roll, baby. Ryan Doyle, Joe, and Mike like Pippen and Jordan. That is a great compliment, bro. Thank you so much, Ryan. That is awesome, man. Thank I, you, Ryan. That was a hell of a duo there, <laughs> indeed. In Chicago, can't ever forget those teams. Marvel Group, the Cowboys defense are no orphans. That's right, man. No orphans, indeed. These guys. Our wolf pack, bro. These guys are, are eating. They're dogs. And uh, we're getting after people, bro. And um, let's talk about reinforcements now, Mike. So, you know, you get the bye week. You know, we, we were kind of expecting some more names to come up. But now you're, you're kind of hearing that Gallimore might come out a little bit later than we thought. Uh, Gallup, I think, is still is – still, um, is, I think, is he the, the one that's closer to coming back after the bye week? It's, 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 it's concerning to me that Gallimore – and close to getting back. Because I was one of the ones that said, hell, he might be back week one or two just because how everything fell, right? Yeah. Um, I, they just said it was a local, uh, elbow dislocation. Pop that thing back in, pray for no ligament damage, let it heal up. You'll be back mm-hmm. in time. Yeah. I think they lied to us, Joe. <laughs> I think there was more <laughs> to it than an elbow dislocation, man. And that's unfortunate. Yep. But Michael mm-hmm. Gallup, uh, me and fifth quarter Cowboys were actually talking about this the other day. He was like uh, – uh, he said something about I can't remember, but I was like, "Oh no, no, don't sleep on Gallup." I said, "When you get Gallup back, so you're gonna see, maybe Gallup fixes the red zone offense, Joe. Maybe Gallup fixes the red zone offense because I said I think when Gallup comes back, you have to put him back in the mix because he just adds oh. a whole other element to. I mean, look at the look what we're able to do. What the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense really isn't all that great and dandy anyway, but we're able to go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady, right? 
and that was with Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup, he could be the piece we need to fix the red zone offense. Oh, man, I, I love that thinking, man, because I think you're right. Because right now, if you think about it, in the red zone, while we do have good weapons there with Amari Cooper and uh, Lamb, those are the guys that are locking down there. So you're kind of having to to rely on, you know, some of these jet sweeps, some of these passes to Pollard, you know, and, and Dalton Schultz obviously is probably, you know, uh, reaping the rewards of these types of issues. But, yeah, you get Gallup in there, and all of a sudden I think that makes it a lot more harder – on the defense to to line up against you so you could be right on the head right there mike i, I think that's a good take right there uh getting gallop back so hopefully he'll be um you know getting in there getting in there um kelvin joseph i think he's getting close as well now i did post on my twitter uh coach harris spoke really really high of anthony brown and just just the way you hear him doesn't look like that uh you know, this is like he's going to be coming off the field. You know what I mean? So, coaches love him. Coach Al Harris is a big fan of Anthony Brown. So, you get Calvin Joseph here. You know, maybe here after the bye. But Mike, where do you see him fitting in on on the defense once he does come back? So, you listen to these to, to these press conferences, and they always say X player deserved the opportunity to get this many reps, to get this chance, to get this time, to get that. They had Malik Turner on offense in the clutch time, right? Malik, they said Malik Kerner deserved that moment, right? Kelvin Joseph, when you get a first-team practice rep, when you get a little bit of game time, when you get a special teams moment, you have to stand out. Kamara, number 54 for the Cowboys, a nobody. No one, no one really thought he would make this team. But well, guess what? He took his chances on special teams, and he suits up on Sundays. All we need is Kelvin Joseph to step up, deserve those opportunities, get those reps in, stand out, and you'll see that turn, right? You, you, you'll see that turn. But right now, they can only go off what they see, and it's Trayvon Diggs and Anthony Brown out there. Yeah, no, that's you. You hit it right on the head, man. And, and I think you get a lot of that from McCarthy. Is really is you know you got to earn it here. With, under under me, under Coach McCarthy, you got to earn your keep. You know, uh, draft status and this sort of thing. Uh, I think goes out the window once you make the roster. Now it's about you. You got to show me something here to to earn it to prove it that we can trust you, right? McCarthy wants to trust these players, and that's who he's putting on the field. And it, it's really showing up really good. I, I like that take there, Mike. Really good, really good there. I saw a good comment here that I want to get to that I think is interesting here. And this comes from Buddy Johnson, Mike. Buddy? A long-time follower of Buddy Johnson. Long-time follower indeed, yeah. Buddy Johnson's been a subscriber for a long time. Could you see Michael Parsons back at edge rusher, bro? See, we, we talked about this, too. And I, and I still want that – that fluctuation of him playing, uh, you know, that outside linebacker. I mean, because because when you do that, the offensive line's like, oh, crap, we know we got to account for 11. By the way, I bought his jersey. Um, it's in the mail. But, uh, you know, Micah Parsons, you know, you, you want him all over the place because that – he can make those tackles. He gets through that crap, you know. He gets through all that garbage and riddle and – he goes hit somebody, so you got to mix it up with 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 the MP. You you have to. 
Yeah, I see what I think. I think this year you will see that what you're talking about, Mike. But I think next year, I think that you got to make a decision as far as like, do you want this guy to be your your edge rusher or do you want him to be a linebacker? Von Miller. Yeah, Von Von Miller, but even Von Miller is still more of an edge rusher than than he is a linebacker. And you know what? The other thing too here that could come into play is. You know, like we talk about, are these some of these vet, some of these vet contracts, right? We talk about maybe like, oh, well, Demarcus Lawrence might be one of these guys too, where they're like, this is a big number to carry. You know, we'll, we'll eat some of this, but we'll also save some money as well. So, and if that, if that happens, you have an opening there at edge rusher. I just like how more to me it feels like Michael Parsons is more affects the quarterback more coming off the edge. These tackles have had a hard time blocking him. I mean, he's just a, a force out there. That's why, for me, in some of these games where he didn't play as much edge, I wanted to see more edge. This last game, he even admitted that he didn't have the best game, and it looked it, right? I mean, he kind of had a quiet game there last week at linebacker, if you think about it, Mike. So, you know. Um, yeah, but you got to think of who we're playing, though. Bill Belichick, he's going to – he's going to – he he went to Leighton Vanderesh on a lot of those run plays. Why? Because he knows Leighton Vanderesh is one of the leak, one of the weakest links on the defense. Right? You're not going to go after Keanu Neal or Michael Parsons. You're going to run away from them. So he ice he he did whatever defensive corner is supposed to do: isolate away from the good players. I think I think the whole unit as a whole didn't play that well. If we're being quite honest, Keanu Neal had a missed tackle when he tried to knife through over over corrected. And uh, big, big, big yardage there. Like you said, LVE missed some tackles there. The Wolf Hunter, but I think for the most part, Wolf Hunter has, has had a pretty, pretty good season. I think they all have. But that game, like you said, Bill Belichick, he's able to really put it to to certain groups here and and uh, expose some of the issues here. And we had a hard time stopping that run there. They found a chink in the armor, and you know teams are going to go back and look at that footage. And I hate that the announcers say this crap there, you know, like I think it was like Eggman or I think they found something. They're they're running on him like shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, well, man. They were going against I mean, they were running it right at Calvin Watkins too and, and, and Urban. I mean, they they, yeah. they said something, yeah. you know. That, that's what it was. I, I think there was a little bit of gassing as well, too. You know, Calvin, you know, uh, you know, um Watkins, Bohanna, these guys are big guys, and can they can they go a full four quarters? Like you still need a more of a rotation there. So that's why I'm hoping that we get some of these guys back. You know what I mean? Um, Tristan Hill, they're not saying anything about him. It's shrouded in mystery. Maybe he's a trade piece. You know what I mean? That hey, you know this guy, we'll trade him. Let's get an edge rusher now, guys. And I want to ask you this, Mike. Um. I want to ask you this, Mike. If you if you were to make a trade, and and we don't have, and this doesn't have to be a big name or a high draft pick or anything like that, but if you're the Cowboys and you want to make a move before the trade deadline, which is like in two weeks, right? So you got about two weeks to go for the trade deadline. What position would you would you make a trade to bolster somewhere, offense or defense? You know what? I don't know. That's a really good question. I 
I don't know because we I wouldn't go defensive line because we got pieces coming back there, right? Gallimore, uh, Lawrence. So I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go corner just because we got pieces going back. I don't I don't know if I do make a trade, Joe. I really I really don't think I do because and then are we going player? The only time I'd make a trade is if I'm going player for player. I do not want to mortgage any draft picks. Yeah, I, I know. So what I would do is if I were them is look at, uh, look at an expiring contract around the league, somebody that's young that has an expiring contract coming up, and then you throw out like a fifth or sixth round pick, like a Robert Quinn type of deal. You're not, you're not spending too much. You know, we're going to have a lot of picks again this, this year with some more comp picks. we got more on the way this year. So it's going to be another loaded draft class. I think this year maybe you do package some and be more aggressive, move up in the draft. Maybe you want to, you know what I mean, be more aggressive in the draft. So if, if knowing that. If I move it up in the draft, yes. Because because you're, you're taking a chance that you, when you're moving up for somebody, it's it's good. Yeah, exactly. So with all those draft picks, you might be able to do that. But giving up a fifth or sixth round pick for somebody that you might be able to throw in the mix. For me, I would look more like a, at an edge rusher, you know, because we know that Dorrance is probably not coming back. Um, you know, I mean, at, at the end of the season, I'm talking about. And um, some of these uh, – Terrell Basham hasn't done crap for me, man. I think – of, of no. all the Right? Of all the free agents, I think Basham has been the most disappointing of the group. Uh, you know what I mean? So I might look there. You might, I might look for somebody a little bit better than, than Terrell Basham. Get me a little bit more pop off the edge in that rotation because you still need it, especially to finish the season off. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah, Basham, he's he's kind of been disappointing. We're still missing Doris Armstrong, too, who was making some noise. He almost sacked Tom Brady there and did some other things before he got hurt. So. That's why I'm kind of hesitant to, to do that because I know we got we got some help coming. But we had we had some super chats in here. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. A Lavelle right here. He said, "What's up, Joe? And Mike, hope all is well with you and your families. Let the reinforcements come back with vengeance. Sucks that K sucks about KZ, but you got to be smart. At least we got depth. Uh, let's go, Cowboys." Yeah, Halo Vell in the house. Appreciate you, bro, indeed. Hope you're doing well, man. Yeah, let the reinforcements come back. That's right, man. So um, I don't think it'll be like like we, you know, I think some of us thought like, oh, we're getting a big group of reinforcements at the buy. It looks like it's going to be spread out a little bit, but you still, are, you still are getting some some bodies in the mix. You know what I mean? Like, especially Collins. I think that's a huge one because I think we all got the crap scared out of us whenever you heard about, Tyron Smith popping up on the injury report with the neck. You were like, oh, crap, what the hell? And then the next thing you know it, he gets knocked out of the game. It wasn't the neck, but it was his um, his ankle. So, you know, not, not the most durable player anymore by any means. So you got to you gotta be protected there. It's good to get Lyle right now, right now. So I, I, I love getting Lyle right now. Like I'm, I'm actually pretty pumped about it. I'm like, thank God this is the, he's, he's done with this. Uh, ridiculous suspension, ridiculous suspension. So I'm glad to have him back in the mix. But, yeah, man, we definitely have more coming in, and we're going to need him for, for the long haul. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then we got Donnell Jenkins here, been a member, a Ring of Honor member for 21 months. He said, our run defense concerns me a little bit other than other than that, this ain't the same Cowboys. Great show, bros. 
Donnell Jenkins in the house, longtime subscriber and member of the channel. Donnell, appreciate you, bro. I'm yeah, we're getting a lot of comments coming in through here. I'm trying to trying to find that one. But you were you read that one off there. Appreciate that, Donnell. Appreciate you. And then here's well. another one, a five-month Ring of Honor member. We got Jason Renfro. Jason are Renfro. Are the main problem is dropping passes in the red zone that could be touchdowns instead taking field goals. So with Michael Gallup, we will get the t the touchdowns. Ah, yes, yes, I see that one there. I found that one, Jason Renfro. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, you, and that's that's kind of what Mike was talking about, right? So Michael Gallup in the mix, red zone. Let's get into the fifty burger area, right? If you look at all the scores of all the games, we we've lit it up. I mean, we've put up some points, you know, but the defense has really put up put us in a scoring position. Um, that last game, I wish we would have turned some of those uh, some of those moments into touchdowns. But man, it's just tough playing Belichick. That was that was the big test there. I feel like if you can get past that, you know, you you should be able to you know do really well the rest of the season. That being said, this is a good comment here that I really like from Barry Carey. Joe, Mike, are y'all afraid this team will start believing their own press clippings? This is a great, great comment. What do you think, Mike? No, I, I don't think so because we got Dyke Prescott at the helm. You know, we, we talk about how great of a leader he was. And this year, I, I think I'm starting to see it a lot more than I have in previous years. Because, guys, I wasn't a big Dak lover. When he got paid, I wasn't the best fan of it. But I, I think he's putting his money where his mouth is. I think it's the best year Dak's having in his whole career. Uh, I was a big fan of 2016. I mean, the guy was just lit it up. And then 2017, he lost me real quick. Um, but Dak, Dak's, Dak's, Dak's doing what he does. And I think you look at his relationship with Zeke, uh, who's a long-tenured cowboy on this team, right? And you look at other relationships and just the defensive leaders uh, that we got from the outside, like Curse Casey, who look up to Dak just as much because of that reputation he has in the league. Dak is going to control this team. Uh, he did it at Mississippi State. He did it in his life. Um, and he's going to do it with us, with the Cowboys. He's going to keep everything in line in order and, and heads on straight. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, I think you're right, man. Especially Mike McCarthy. These guys have them pretty level headed. You know, this is not a, this is not a guy that really will lose control of the locker room, especially year two with um, the coaches he has in place. Man, he's this staff is really really shining right now. I love this. Here we go, Mike. This is a question for you, Mario Flores, Cowboys corner. How about Morgan Fox from Carolina on a two year cheap deal? He made plays for Carolina and traded sixth or fifth for him. Mario, I want to answer your question, bro. But the only the only fox I know is Megan, and I would definitely trade for her. But I, I don't know who that is. She might be tainted, though, bro. Who? She's dating that fool, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. That crap might be tainted, bro. He don't know what he's doing, bud. You see the way he don't even know how to put on dress. Uh, he don't even know how to dress. Well, I know he don't know how to shut that door and rock the sheets. I know he don't. <laughs> That's hilarious. Why well, trade a pass rusher where Mike is the best pass rusher? Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I want next season a clear definition. Is he going to be a pass rusher? Is he going to be a linebacker? I want that to to be known. Or is that or is he just going to be one of these like flex? kind of guys. I mean, 
I want to know that. And I don't know if the Cowboys will, will ever reveal that. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we may never know. If, even though we want to know, they're going to be kind of ambiguous about it. I have a feeling. Oh, you know who we trade for, Joe? Who? Felipe Franks. That's who we can trade for. <laughs> I should have known you were going to say that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a scary deal to think about, you know, uh, Cooper Rush. We still got to think about Dak Prescott and the strained calf. All right. Now, Jerry Jones, the salesman that he is, is saying that, oh, you know, the good thing is this. He should be ready for Minnesota. But let's see how this recovery goes. Hopefully he, he'll be ready. Yeah, I think even if he is, he's going to be battling through some pain. He's probably going to get a shot there or something like that. But, uh, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers can can play a game on a bum leg, I think Dak Prescott can do it. I think he can do it. Yeah, when we, we talk about Cavs, though, you can put the shot there, but can you make it worse, right? Where, you know, we don't want to rip any meat off the bone on that calf. We don't want to – we don't want to prolong it. So, I'm, 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 well, you know how it is with Cowboys and injuries. I don't trust them at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so just leave Dak in the walking boot and just let him throw. And, no, and- you're right about that. And, and you hit it on the head with Gallimore, right? It's It wasn't just a dislocated. There's something got jacked up in there because it's taken a long time. A long time. Gallimore won't be ready after the bye week. They're talking a little bit further out. So something happened in there. Like you said, lies, bro. These guys don't ever tell the full truth ever. No. I mean, people are banged up and not even on the injury report. I thought that was illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I think every team does it. I know the Patriots are notorious for doing that. So whatever it takes, bro, whatever it takes, man. But, uh, guys, I think that's it for tonight's show. Great questions all around. Appreciate all the Super Chats and memberships from today. Appreciate all you guys. Um can't do this without you, man. We're gonna have some more. Con- I'm, I'm gonna have some more videos this week as we as we go through the bye week. I'll have some more content Friday night football frenzy. I'll do that as well. So come back Friday. I'll be live again then. And then, uh, like I said, I have a draft video coming out. Look for a live mock draft. That's right. It's gonna be fun. You know, we'll get the names out there, and we'll do a little mock draft. I think the Cowboys are right now somewhere in the twenties. <laughs> I would think so. That'll be a fun. That'll be a fun one. But Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, bro. Yeah, Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter, guys. I checked. I never checked my following at all. I can't even tell you how many YouTube subscribers I got. But for sure, I was on my homepage on Twitter. I think it says something like three hundred and ninety-one followers. I was like, what? Little old me. <laughs> so appreciate the love and support right there on Twitter. Would have never even thought I had 391 followers on Twitter, but it's pretty crazy. Indeed. Indeed. It comes along organically. That's the best way to do it, man. So, guys, that's it for tonight's show. Thank you for showing the love out in the chat box and on the replay. Hit that like button on your way out, and we'll catch you next Tuesday for the Frisco Report. Peace out, everybody. He had some had some hair mojo right there.